All right, it's November 13th, which means it's time for the Daily Spinner Rack. I'm Dan, regular host of the Comic Book Pit Podcast, here to talk about the day's random comic book. Today's pick for my collection is G.I. Joe number 21, published by Marvel Comics, March 1984. It's 22 pages with a cover price of 60 cents. We have story and breakdowns by Larry Hama. Finishes by Steve Lealoa, coloring by George Russos, and no letterer for this issue, which will become apparent in a moment. Cover artist was also Larry Hama, with uh, an assist by Klaus Jansen. The editor of this book was Denny O'Neill, and the editor-in-chief, the infamous Jim Shooter. And if you are any type of comic book fan, then you know that G.I. Joe number 21 is one of those uh, seminal issues. It's uh, one of of the few highly collectible issues from the G.I. Joe Marvel run. It's uh, well known as the silent issue. There isn't a word to be found in it. Not a single speech balloon, sound effect, or caption. And this issue also has the uh, distinction of being the first appearance of Storm Shadow. This is kind of one of those Holy Grail comics. If you can, if you can find one at a reasonable price, it's you know good to good to grab. I had been looking for one for a long time, but they were always really pricey. And I happened to find one in a small shop in West Virginia a few years back. For five dollars. Now, it was beat to hell and back, but I didn't care. It's just one of those comics that's really cool to have in your collection. It's it's featured prominently on my spinner rack. The the cover is just so great, so iconic. It, it's a great Snake Eyes cover. Like I said, it's probably just one of a handful of highly collectible issues from that run. So this issue is titled Silent Interlude. It starts high in the mountains where we see Storm Shadow gliding aboard a claw. A claw which stands for Covert Light Aerial Weapon. Which basically it's just a it's a weaponized glider, a weaponized and motorized glider. They're heading to Destro's Castle. And he's carrying a bound prisoner. Can't really see who it is. He lands in the like a throne room where Cobra Commander and Destro and you know other higher ups are. He lands right in the middle of the throne room, cuts open the covering to reveal that the prisoner is Scarlet. Cobra Commander orders her taken away. A little later, we see a C-130 aircraft flying over at a high altitude, and Snake Eyes, who's geared up and loaded for bear, jumps out of the back, descending towards the castle. Scarlet is, is now chained up inside a, a small cellar, accessible only through a manhole in the ceiling. Storm Shadow is, you know, he, he's, we're not, again, with, with no words, we're not really sure what his intentions are, but he almost looks like he's trying to touch her face or caress her face and she tries to bite him. He nearly draws his sword but then he thinks better of it and leaves. 
In another room, Destro watches as a computer analyzes the C-130's movements, and it deduces that there is a .000018 probability of a successful airborne insertion. So Destro doesn't think any more about that. Of course, Snake Eyes lands on the roof of the castle, while inside Scarlet produces a hidden hairpin and proceeds to pick the locks on her chains. On the roof, Snake Eyes overpowers a guard. Then Storm Shadow goes to Scarlet's cell, opens the manhole cover, only to be attacked by Scarlet with her chains, and she pulls him inside. She climbs out and throws the heavy cover in place as Storm Shadow tries to follow her. On the roof, several troopers confront Snake Eyes, who, of course, he disposes of with some throwing knives. There's one last trooper that attacks him and tries to strangle him, so he just tosses him over the edge. The t- and the trooper falls right past Destro in his study. Destro then takes a squad up to the roof. On the roof, they do find one surviving trooper who points them in the direction of, of where the attack came from, where, or, you know, where Snake Eyes went. Once Destro and the troopers are gone... The trooper takes off his helmet and uniform to reveal that that was actually Snake Eyes with the real trooper that he disrobed, tied up and hanging over the edge of of the roof. Storm Shadow escapes the cellar and he summons three additional ninjas from the ninja storage room, I guess. (laughs) Meanwhile, Scarlet attacks two troopers that are transporting the claw down a hallway and she takes the glider for herself. Snake Eyes has finally reached the cellar. It's almost like they're, you know, they're passing each other in the night here. Snake Eyes has finally reached the cellar to find it empty, of course, because Scarlet don't need no man to rescue her. If you think about it, I mean, as cool as this issue is, Scarlet has, uh, you know, she's affected her own escape. She she don't need no man. But Snake Eyes is, st- you know, he's staring down the, uh, staring at the empty prison where Scarlet should have been. One of the uh, one of Storm Shadow's ninjas attacks him. Snake Eyes uses the manhole cover as a blunt weapon and just pummels him. A second ninja stands at the top of a flight of steps, ready to attack. And Snake Eyes he kind of pulls an Indiana Jones and he just throws a fragment grenade at him and blows him up. Snake Eyes continue, you know, he climbs the stairs, and further up we see the third ninja and Storm Shadow lying in wait to ambush him. The ninja attacks with a mace, but Snake Eyes throws him in the path of Storm Shadow's blade. He then jumps over Storm Shadow and runs to the roof where Scarlet is flying the claw. She comes in to land as Storm Shadow reaches the roof. Storm Shadow throws his sword at Snake Eyes, but Scarlet lands in front of him to take the hit. Suddenly, Snake Eyes slams his hands together right in front of Scarlet, catching the sword in his hands, and he flips it behind him and throws it over the edge. From that point, Snake Eyes and Scarlet take off, and as they're flying away, Storm Shadow spots a familiar red tattoo on Snake Eyes' forearm through a a tear in his uniform that is identical to his own. So that's all for GI Joe number 21 and this episode of daily spinner rack. 
Make sure to visit every day for a new review of a random back issue from my collection. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.